Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, HousingWire's HW Plus Managing Editor Brennan Ath discusses former Vice President and current Democratic Party presumptive nominee Joe Biden's plans to support Black businesses and home ownership. I'll also cover a report that claims the nation's banks have the largest share of mortgages and forbearance, a report that predicts home price declines throughout the rest of 2020, and an uptick in U.S. mortgage applications this week. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening. And here's Brennan Ath on former vice president and current Democratic Party presumptive nominee Joe Biden's plans to support black businesses and home ownership. To start today's episode, we're covering the 2020 election with some of the latest updates from former vice president Joe Biden's campaign. HousingWire's Kathleen Halley covered the story explaining how the Democratic Party's presumptive nominee, who is set to take on Republican President Donald Trump in November's election, publicly urged voters to support his plans to boost the economic prospects of Black Americans, including an increase in homeownership. In Biden's announcement, he said that the gap between African American and white homeownership is larger today than it was when the Fair Housing Act was first passed in 1968 a key contributor to the unacceptable racial wealth gap that persists in American households. We're going to fix that, he said. During his announcement, he emphasized several key areas of focus, including reiterating the proposal he made during the heat of the primary campaign to create a new public credit reporting agency within the CFPB that would replace for-profit credit reporting companies like Experian. Secondly, he proposed establishing national standards for housing appraisals aimed at ending the undervaluing of homes in African-American neighborhoods without providing specifics. He explained that the net worth of a typical African-American family is about one-tenth the wealth of a typical white family and that the disparity has widened over the last 50 years. He also slammed Treasury's handling of the Paycheck Protection Program, saying it left out too many minority-owned businesses. Biden concluded that the nation needs a comprehensive agenda for African-Americans, a plan with the ambition to match the scale of the challenge and one that recognizes the race-neutral policies are not a sufficient response to race-based disparities. Be sure to keep checking back in as we cover the 2020 election. And for the rest of today's podcast, here's Alcina Lloyd. Thank you, and I'll wrap with today's top stories, beginning with a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that indicates the nation's banks now have the largest share of mortgages and forbearance. According to the article, which was written by Kathleen Halley, the overall share of home loans and forbearance rose to 7.54% in the last full week of April, with bank-based servicers holding the biggest slice. Halley states mortgage servicers that were banks had 8.41% of their portfolios in forbearance in the April 20th to the April 26th period, up from 7.87% in the prior week. 
Notably, independent servicers had 7.13% of their portfolios in forbearance, up from 6.52%, the report said. Mike Fratantoni, MBA's chief economist, says after surge in pandemic-related jobless claims, the number of home loans with paused or reduced payments is likely to increase. According to him, with millions of Americans filing for unemployment over the week, the level of job market distress continues to worsen. This is why he says the MBA expects the share of loans and forbearance will continue to grow, particularly as new mortgage payments come due in May. Our next story comes from Julia Falcon and covers Zillow's housing forecast. According to the company, despite the spread of COVID-19, homebuyer demand remains strong and U.S. home prices aren't expected to drop more than 2 to 3% through the end of the year. Zillow says the third quarter of this year will show a 0.13% decline from 2019, followed by a 1.18% decline in the fourth quarter and a 1.66% decline in the first quarter of next year. Zillow says once the second quarter of 2021 rolls around, there will be an estimate estimated 0.21% increase. The forecast continues to predict that the number of homes sold will fall as much as 60% this spring. The cause? The overall economic uncertainty due to the pandemic and adjusting to shelter-in-place and stay-at-home orders that are disrupting the economy. That being said, Zillow says compared to the previous recession, which caused millions to lose their homes after the housing crash, the current housing fallout seems to offer some silver linings. Our last story, which was also written by Kathleen Howley, indicates that Americans are buying homes again. According to the Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly mortgage application survey, Americans are returning to the housing market as evidenced by a jump in applications for mortgages to purchase homes. The NBA's data shows a seasonally adjusted index measuring purchase applications rose 6% in April's last week compared to the prior week. Purchase volume increased for the third week in a row, led by strong growth in Arizona, Texas, and California, according to Mike Fratt and Tony, the organization's chief economist. He says, although purchase activity remains 19% below year-ago levels, this annualized deficit has decreased as more states reopen amidst the apparent pent-up demand for home buying. According to MBA's overall index, purchase and refinance applications advanced 0.1% on a seasonally adjusted bias from one week earlier, while the group's refinance index decreased 2% from the previous week, though it remained 210% higher than the same week a year ago. This Friday, Housing Wire is hosting a real estate tech virtual demo day. The event is designed specifically to help real estate industry decision makers and is a high-impact, low-risk environment to learn about how these platforms and solutions may help your business navigate the current environment. Register at housingwire.com under events or email Brendan Nath for more information. That's a wrap for today's podcast and catch you here again tomorrow.